0: Feel Good Radio on Midlands One Friday Feeling with Buy Local Leash.ie, buy Local, buy local
1: and Buy local Because supporting local people feels good too. Midlands
2: One two, It's the Friday Feeling with Ellen Leonard on Midlands One Three.
1: Midlands One A
0: Good evening, you are very welcome to the Friday feeling. I'm Ellen Leonard and I'm with you until 8pm with an hour of great guests and feel good music. Hope you are keeping well today and a very happy bank holiday weekend. Thank you for joining me and um, if you missed last week's show or if you didn't catch the Enderoy show there you might not know Um, but it is my final show this evening on Midlands so very sad times. Um, But I do have a nice show planned that I will tell you about now but first I want to give a brief public service announcement because um, when I was flicking through the paper today I think it was in the Westmead topic there was an ad for this really gorgeous like you know a grandad hat, I'm not sure what the proper name of them is but the Tweed Lovely Hats, someone's lost their hat, um, it was in Cusack Park so if you're listening and you lost your gorgeous grandad hat then they are keeping it for you in Cusack Park. The brand on it is The Quiet Man. So if that's yours, do go back and get it because it looks lovely. Um, so I saw that today and I said, like, I better give that a shout out because I'd be raging if I lost my nice hat but um, anyway I'll tell you what's coming up so if you are in the mood to book yourself a winter break or you want to plan a tropical adventure next year I'll be joined shortly by travel writer and owner of the travel expert Sarah Slattery so she's going to be sharing some very helpful travelling tips for booking your getaway and local health and wellness professional Lorna B will be on later to talk about things you can do to mind yourself over the winter months so oh, and actually Lorna um, is an expert as well when it comes to pre and postnatal exercises and things that you can do so she'll be sharing some advice around keeping active in a safe way for you as well we have our good news story of the week and we're going to get stuck in now with a bit of shania twain for our flashback friday that was shania twain with man i feel like a woman for our fresh flashback friday <laughs> i will be right back after this with some helpful advice for your next holiday or adventure
2: have you got the feeling Midlands 103's Friday Feeling.
0: Feel Good Radio. If you've been thinking about treating yourself to a city break or a warm tropical holiday, I'm joined now by travel writer, publisher and owner of the travel expert, Sarah Slattery, to share her travelling expertise. Hi Sarah, how are you? Hi, Ellen. Thanks very much for having me. I'm great. You are off on holidays shortly, but we'll get to that later on. But can you tell us a bit about yourself and what inspired you to get into traveling?
2: Um, well, would you believe I, I I started when I left school? I um, I was one of those families where my parents were from Kerry and we went to Kerry every year on our holidays. And, you know, I, I used to moan that I never got a chance to go abroad and um so i was supposed to start college in uh, september and i got a part time summer job in a travel agency before i was supposed to start and of course i fell in love with it and that was it i was hooked so i've basically been working in travel since i was 18 And um, I went to another travel agency then and I was there for 24 years and um, I just left then about seven years ago and started uh, my own business, The Travel Expert. So, yeah, travel has just always been basically since I left school, I've done nothing else. Wow it really has that's a really cool um part-time
0: job to have after school is there any advice then from all of your experience that you can share with us you know if someone is on a budget and they do want to try
2: and stick to it what would you say to them? Um well I suppose before they book um I, I I think the Skyscanner site is great um I to be honest I I would always usually book on the airline's direct website but I find Skyscanner I mean I I suppose I they probably wanted to book directly on their site, but I find it really, really good for research. I've, I signed up to their newsletter, and you get like amazing deals through all the time. And um, so you can see straight away the cheapest airfares. Like I, this morning one came through for eighteen euro return to Venice in November. Right. You know, return. So like things like that. So it, it also kind of crops of places that you may not have think of thought about going to so that can be handy and um, also some tips would be to check the different airlines like going out with one airline and back with another so don't just go on to our and book a return flight it might be cheaper to come back with Ryanair or it might be you know cheaper to go out with like I'm going to Portugal this weekend and actually Air Portugal, Tap Air Portugal was the, the best flight. So some people don't even kind of, I think, realize that there are other airlines flying like Iberian Express flight to Madrid. And, you know, we, we tend to be kind of preconditioned to think it's probably only Air Lingus and Ryanair. So just check uh, with the route. You can look Google Flights or Skyscanner or places like that and find out, um, you know, there may be other airlines you may not be aware of that are flying that particular uh, route. That's actually really good advice because
0: I am one of those people that just usually checks Ryanair or Aer Lingus. How do you decide where you want to go? How do they pick the most important destination?
2: Well, I suppose it depends on budget and it depends on the time of year as well. Obviously, if you want weather, you know, you, you need to pick um go at the right time but also if if you're traveling with kids um you know or more if you're not traveling with kids just avoid the kind of school holiday times obviously it would be a lot cheaper um but as well you don't, if if you don't have kids you don't want to be going somewhere that's overloaded with kids either so i suppose sometimes when you you may think of all these um places in your head but when you actually sit down to to see you know, is it rainy season? Is it, is it, you know, family orientated? Are things on? You know, it might narrow things down naturally for you without having to, I suppose it depends on the type of holiday you want as well, whether you want like a city break or adventure or uh, just chill out, flake out on the beach. I think we all just want to flake out on the beach right now, you know, after the, the two years we've had. Absolutely.
0: Have you ever gone on any holiday, Sarah, that you've needed to pack like lightly and are not maybe not able to bring as much stuff as you'd like and if there's anyone that's doing a trip like that where they have to be kind of clever with their packing have you any tips
2: yeah well I I the the best thing I ever did about five years ago is invest in like a really really good uh set of luggage well I don't even have them all yet I kind of buy one at a time like they're expensive the Samsonite like shop mm-hmm. um but like the amount of money I'd say I've saved and checked baggage, like it's a hundred euro to bring a, a 20 kilo suitcase to the Canaries now with our link. I think it's 110. So you'd be amazed at actually how quickly you may think forking out 200 euros for a suitcase is, is crazy, but you would be amazed how quickly that um, you save that money back uh, because you'd fit so much more in the, in the light suitcases and also that they're sort of bendy, they're flexible. So it, like I have two suitcases that look the same size, but I would get about four kilos more in one than the other one. Oh, so I think a suitcase is, is definitely, um, sounds obvious, but it's actually really important. Also, um, I think when you, for girls, particularly when you look at clothes, um, things like a really nice pair of white runners, like a good pair, because they sort of, you can dress them up. They can go with dresses, they can go with shorts. They can kind of go with everything. They're handy for traveling as well. Um, as opposed to the kind of t- sporty ones, you know, but like a nice pair of white runners that are comfortable to walk in and you can dress them up or down um, and same with it, like a little, I have a a black crossbody bag that's really handy for traveling around city breaks. You feel safe if you're in the cities with a crossbody, but also it can kind of double up as a night going out at nighttime kind of handbag as well. So that's handy rather than bringing lots of different bags. Um, I think a shawl is very handy for, it's, it's great if you're going into you know, cathedrals are where you have to have yourself covered up, but it's also handy at nighttime. Like you can kind of double up as a blanket, it can double up as everything. Um, and then packing cubes um, are, are can be handy as well. You know, I know they seem to be, everybody goes on and on about the packing cubes and they are handy when you're separating things out but I don't know do they really I think if you pack right you're you know I don't know if they save a huge amount of space but they are I suppose convenient to use anyway I've seen people getting an amazing amount of stuff into a into a small suitcase
0: if you're clever about it but that's a great tip about get like investing in good luggage what do you what way do you like to travel when you're abroad do you use the local public transport or would you get
2: taxis around it depends on the time of day um, I, the public transport can be great. But again, I think a lot of it you really need to do your research, you know, because um, it depends on whether you like if you're getting two buses to save a couple of euros, you know, it's, it may not be worth your while. But like, for instance, in New York, I think the underground or the subway is amazing. Like I would just use it all the time. And so many people would never use the subway. They might think it's dangerous or something like that. But actually, it will get you from like the the south of Man Manhattan, right up to the top in no time it's it's brilliant i also like um you know it, it trains from the airport can be handy so i think okay, it's 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 really about doing your research um where you're going and also you can get a lot of those kind of city cards now most um, cities are doing them so it would be like a weekend pass on the train and the bus on you know and all the different things and it may even include the trip from the airport so you could save a lot of money um in in, in in buying one of those prepaid tourist cards you know for two three four days whatever you need
0: and then another nice thing as well if you're in the likes of like a city break you said like Amsterdam you can always just hop on a bike and ha- just go around that way as well which is really nice and Sarah you've obviously been to some beautiful places um while you were away can you tell us about some of the most amazing sites
2: that you've seen um well i'd say probably one of my favorite or sure, my, my favorite memories is probably about 20 years ago when we went to tanzania and we did a couple of safaris two different three different safaris and then we went over to zanzibar i think that was probably the most um the one that sticks in my mind the most because it was so different I mean at the time there was just no wi-fi there was no you know you just really got lost in the whole um African uh wilderness you know it was quite uh, incredible and then we flaked out on the beach afterwards so that's definitely one that springs to mind um also Sri Lanka really surprised me I really really like Sri Lanka loved the people there was so much to see and do like you could oh you could spend a month there and still not see everything and um, that that really st- uh, stands out for me as well and then I suppose from a, a beach luxury point of view maybe the Maldives I suppose that you kind of hard to beat that and uh, that was that was incredible we went there with the kids which was lovely they still say it was their their favorite holiday ever Uh so that was probably that's that's a kind of recent trip. You only did that about four years ago. So um that was that was pretty, and actually going back to what I said at the beginning, I remember when I was 18 and I started um in the travel agency and I used to stick the brochures. Of, if you remember years ago, they used to have brochures and um it wasn't online at the time. And um The Maldives is one of those places I used to look at the bungalows and go, God, I'd love to go there. And I I finally got there a few years ago. You know, it took me a while, but I eventually got there. So that has good memories, too.
0: I loved what you said about Tanzania, that you were able to really switch off and relax while you were over there, because... I would imagine one of the main reasons a lot of people do travel is that they're able to disconnect from people even when you're on a holiday in Ireland I find you know you're still very contactable so that sounds absolutely lovely and if there's anyone listening Sarah really want to travel more and they wish that they've done it is it too late and is it, if it's not
2: too late what would you say to them to get them booked it's absolutely never too late um I remember you know seeing people of all um ages traveling you know when I was a travel agent like 80 90 getting on planes and so it's definitely never too late uh, and I'm a firm believer as you're you're as old as you you, you feel and you've only got one life and all that uh, I geez I could say uh, 101 uh, travel quotes now collect moments not things all that <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm a firm believer of that. I mean, I think it just broadens your horizon so much uh, and it doesn't have to be far flung destinations, you know. Um, one thing I suppose that that lockdown or COVID has taught me is how many amazing places, you know, when I started looking at Europe when the EU, the EU digital COVID was introduced and I started kind of writing more articles about Europe and like, you can really get off the beaten track in some places. So I was in Spain there a couple of weeks ago and we were up around the wine country in Castilla, Leon. And like, it was like the wild west of Spain. I mean, I actually couldn't believe I was even in Spain. There was places with like little towns with a thousand different wine cellars that were 1200 years old. And we were in the middle of, seemed like nowhere. And you're like, it's it's so worlds apart from the Costa del Sol or the Costa Brava or somewhere like that. Um, so like, you, you can, you don't, you. If you want to do something different or something unique, it doesn't mean you have to trek off to Africa or South America or, you know, Asia or something like that. There's an awful lot. I mean, even when you look back in Ireland, how much we discovered in Ireland in the last two years that we didn't even know was there. Yeah. And the same if you apply that same mentality to countries in Europe as well, like there's a lot of places you can go within a short flight that won't cost a lot. And you can really feel like you're going you're somewhere completely um you know, unique or off the beaten track or whatever you want to say, you know.
0: And it's always so exciting when you do find a little gem like that yourself and it's yeah. nice and quiet and it's not too touristy and you feel like you nearly have the whole place to to yourself. And as you said earlier on, when you went with your family and the memories you make, like you'll have them forever. And everyone remembers when they're younger, like really good family holidays. And like you said there as well, the trips you used to take around Ireland, like they'd be great cracking the car when you were small as well. So it's just I suppose it's just trying to book it and get something, you know, that's good value for for a lot of people. So, Sarah, can you tell us where you're off to next then? And because you are going away and if anyone is listening, obviously, when you're back from holidays and they might want some help or guidance with their holidays, where can they find you?
2: Uh, Well, I'm off to Portugal tomorrow. Um, It's the first family holiday we've done now since 2019, since lockdown. So I've been away a couple of times myself recently, but not with the kids. So really looking forward to that. And um, midterm break and all that. So a uh, t- t- typical family holiday. But uh, yeah, I have loads of information on my website, the And I'm on all the social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and yeah, I have lots of different kind of blogs about various destinations that I've traveled to over the years. Some, you know, with with the kids, some on my own, some with work trips. So it's, it's really quite varied. I also um, publish uh, a travel deals post every two weeks with lots of different deals that I found. Um, so you can subscribe to my newsletter and get that or you can just read it uh, on my social channels. So yeah, there's, uh, there should be lots of travel info in there for anyone who's uh, thinking of getting away soon. Thank
0: you so much for your time this evening, Sarah. And I hope you have a lovely holiday in Portugal with the family. Uh, thanks very much, Alan, And thanks for having me. And if you want to follow Sarah on Instagram and have a look at where she's been and what she's up to, you can go to at the travel expert. And we'll be back after this with our good news story of the week. Ellen Leonard on Midlands One. Two, it's time for our good news story of the week, and a big well done to Tullamore Musical Society who have raised a thousand euro for the charity Accessible Counselling in Tullamore. And the musical society knitted the most gorgeous little pumpkins for Halloween uh, during their stitching and bitching initiative which I just love the sound of that to be honest um, so they sold their beautiful handmade pumpkins they're knitted in gorgeous patterns and, and designs and all the money um, went to that really really worthwhile charity Accessible Counselling in Tullamore so well done to them and then there's a couple of little nice things I spotted if you're looking for something to do over the midterm Hullabaloo um, in Offaly there's something for your children if you're looking for something to keep them um, occupied next week they have live workshops and performances pre-recorded tutorials online performances loads of things planned Um, and it's called Hullabaloo Off Children's Art Festival so that looks quite nice and that's happening from the 27th. And then the other thing is the Solis Eco Garden, which is like a big Halloween festival as well in Port Arlington. And there's pumpkin picking, ghost stories, Halloween cookery, loads of crafts, face painting, like literally loads of lovely bits going on there as well if you're in and around port arlington for the family young and old um, and you can go to the gardenshop.e forward slash workshops and there's i can't get over all the lovely bits that's been happening over the last couple of weeks around halloween and um, around the midlands it's it's really really lovely so if you're looking for a few things to do hopefully that's given you a bit of inspo um, and now i'm going to play the new song from adele that was harry styled with adore you on the friday feeling on midlands 103 now we all know physical and mental benefits of exercise but it gets hard to do that in the dark winter months so i'm joined next by mullingar health professional to help us stay motivated
2: feel good radio midlands 103's friday feeling with ellen leonard
0: Like I said, we all know the mental and physical benefits of exercise, but now it's getting nippy out and you could be tempted to stay in by the fire and hibernate. But joining us now is Mullingar-based health and wellness professional Lorna B, to help us keep healthy over the next few months. Hi Lorna, how are you? Hey I'm not too bad. How are you keeping? Good, thank <laughs> you. And thanks a million for joining us this evening. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself, Lorna, and how you got into the world of health and wellness?
1: Yes. So I have been in, God, I've been playing sports since I can remember. Like I was always really sporty when I was younger. And um, that's supposed down to my parents being so encouraging. Like my dad was a, you know, was a hurler. My mom was uh, also really involved in smogie in, in Rathone, so where I'm from. And um, like they were always just really great when we were growing up, really encouraged us to kind of try everything and try all kinds of sports. So like that's kind of where it started from. So like I always imagine myself being in. You know something to do with the GA or with mm-hmm. you know camogie or football because I just I loved it like you know I played county camogie for a good few years and that's kind of what I had my, my, my mind set on so um, yeah that was kind of it like that's where it started from uh, as I got a bit older then um, you know I, I suppose coming into my what say, late kind of late teens uh, I actually developed uh, narcolepsy Okay. So that kind of changed things up for me a lot um, with regards to what I kind of had in my head of what I wanted to do when I was older. Like, I always imagined myself in, as I was saying, like, team sports, camogie, like GA. But then uh, I got narcolepsy, and that kind of changed, really, to really kind of turned things on its head for me because I wasn't able to play anymore. I kind of was falling asleep on yeah. the pitch. I asleep so can all over you tell us
0: a little bit about um, narcolepsy, Lorna, just for anyone who might
1: not know what it is? Yeah, so narcolepsy is a chronic sleep disorder. So basically, it is um, like I could just fall. Well, I'm on medication all the time, so it's, it's under control now. But like back in the day, we'll say I would like fall asleep at any time. It's like a chronic fatigue um, illness. So I actually got a vaccine, and I got developed narcolepsy from that. So mm-hmm. that was like a huge kind of hurdle for myself at a, quite a, you know at quite a young age to get that. And to kind of you know going from being such a sporty person and being out all the time to basically being stuck to the couch and sleeping pretty much that sounds constantly, awful. like, um, Very scary so yeah, like well. like I was, yeah, like at the time, sure, I didn't really know what it was for a couple of years. I went undiagnosed, so that changed things for me a huge amount. Like I wasn't playing football and Camogie anymore, so I kind of had to like I always had the passion for sport, so I kind of had to look for something else to kind of, you know, tide me over. So, um, as I got a bit older then, I was finishing up my leaving cert and I got into most business school where I was doing sports and recreation and that's actually where I found Olympic weightlifting. So... Um that really really did help the condition a lot like I was I was kind of more in control of my body I had more of a routine and uh, like I had a really good kind of support system there with the club I was with and my family and everything so that was really really that really helped me through it um, and I suppose I it younger, gave you like,
0: something to to kind of work with and once you find something that helps and benefits you just don't let it go especially when you have a condition like that
1: well, that's it. At the end of the day, like, what I base my own kind of theory in for my business is, like, find something that suits you. Like, you know what I mean? There's loads of fad, you know, um, you know, uh, exercise plans and routines. And, you know, it's finding something that, that suits you and that uh, suits your lifestyle and suits your body. It's about listening to your body and knowing what, what what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, I found weightlifting, and that just completely changed my life. And yeah. that kind of, I think, opened me up more to the side of training where, like, resistance training, weight training, and I just loved it. Like, mm-hmm. it's you know, especially for women as well. I think women have it in their heads that it's like, oh, if you start lifting weights, you're going to get really big and muscly and bulky, and that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Weight training is so, so important for strength. And even for, like, mental health as well. Like, there's nothing more satisfying than you know throwing a few weights in the bar and throwing the bar around the place like yeah. it's something really it's really empowering do you know what I absolutely, mean
0: in that absolutely yeah you feel you know. strong that you can kind of do anything then once you do that and well, Lorna, it, yeah you obviously have loads of experience in this field because you have been you know in exercising for years and doing different training and stuff for anyone who's listening and they're like "Mm, do you know what it's getting a bit dark I'm not really bothered I know I should do it but I don't really want to do you have any recommendations for what we can do to continue to stay healthy during the, the winter months
1: Make small, small steps. Small steps makes you the biggest difference. Like if you're someone that's maybe, like if you're at the gym quite a bit or you were during the summer and you're kind of coming into the winter months now and things are getting a bit cozier, give yourself, set yourself a plan for the week. On a Sunday, think about, right, okay, well, I know, right, I need to get out during the week. Maybe a day that you don't have as much on in the evening, say, right, that's my day. I'm going to, you know, go to a class or I'm going to go for my walk that evening. <clears throat> and if, say, got you know, Irish weather, if it's raining or if it's just not, you know, not the weather for going out, have a backup plan. There is umpteen amounts of, of, of exercises and stuff online, on YouTube. Uh, even myself, I was doing the Zoom classes. There's loads of recordings. You could There's loads of the things you can do at home. Five, ten-minute workouts you can do at home. Have a backup plan if, you're, if you are stuck in for the evening. And as well as that, for the guys what I noticed, actually, I see a lot of people out like when I go into the classes in the morning six or seven o'clock in the morning there's people out running <laughs> running by me and I'm like fair Baby no, and that's me I know I wish <laughs> no. that was me <laughs> but what I noticed, a lot of people are out running early in the morning and late in the evening wear reflective gear is mm-hmm. so so important because out running like the evenings there's no stretch in the evenings anymore no <laughs> that stretch is, stretch gone. is long gone <laughs> and um, and especially in the morning time as well that kind of really dusky kind of, of um, sunrise it's mm. very very dangerous wear your reflective gear it's great that you're out getting fit and get, keeping your you know keeping the fitness up but just it's safe to be seen
0: guys just get your get your gear on absolutely great point and obviously to keep warm now i am i'm tight for time and i have a good few things i want to ask you because i know this is a lot of people are interested in this is gym gear important like should you invest in you know the, the the branded stuff or do you find that you know once it keeps you warm is that the main thing
1: brand stuff no i don't go for brands because i find like it's personal preference, but be comfortable. Like be comfortable with what you're wearing.
0: Yeah.
1: Make sure it's squat proof. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> it's very squat proof. Excellent. That you're point. Not. Yes. And uh, that it's breathable. Like the most important thing when you're going to a gym, don't feel like you have to look the part looking the part means absolutely nothing you want to be comfortable in what you're wearing that you're you're able to move it's nice and free and that it's breathable it's not sticking to you it's not weighing you down and not absorbing all the sweating you're doing (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. excellent no that's it is very true because i know it might look cute but it mightn't be practical and that's no good to you. then it's really not um and then also is is it important to warm up before you tackle an exercise class
1: Yes, especially in these winter months. Like, uh, you know, uh, going straight into a workout or into a run when you're not warmed up, you have a higher risk of getting injured. But very important, you are getting the body warm, raising the heart rate, blood starts pumping faster in the body, getting blood to the muscles, and um, it's... um, yeah so just preparing you for the workout that's to come also a really important thing is your activation as well so I always start off my classes with quick warm up, quick activation, 15 minutes at the start of our sessions that we're preparing the muscles for the workouts that we're going to be doing so Mm -hmm. specific to what we're going to be doing so thinking about having your sessions planned out what what muscle groups you're going to be using use that in your warm up.
0: I suppose it's good that you don't shock your body into doing something like from the get go that it has time to realise what's about to happen to it and I know you could probably do a whole slot on this but you also specialize in pre and postnatal training can you tell us a little bit about that and i know people will be able to reach out to you after this to get further advice but can you yes. maybe just touch on it and let us know about that, how that's different
1: yes no problem at all definitely so i <clears throat> did my course last year in post and prenatal training and it's just because i found that a lot of clients are coming to me that are coming to me at the moment that are you know potentially going to be having kids or that were at the, at the time pregnant and um, that just for me that i was confident in training them so the training is different is that core work um doing any sit-up exercises anything that's going to stress out your your, your rectus abdominis so your your your, your mm-hmm. middle core uh, is something you stay away from so you really do have to be be careful with that um your heart rate not not increasing the heart rate too much so taking your your exercises nice and a, a nice pace and um, the biggest thing with um clients coming to me that are that are pregnant is that it's that kind of pre-pregnancy body that they're still thinking of they're still thinking oh, I could, oh I'd definitely be able to do this or, yeah. you know I was squatting that or I was I was, you know I was doing bench and I was doing all this stuff it's not the same thing like you have to allow yourself you allow your body go through the changes and you're just doing your workouts to keep it maintained it's maintenance that you're doing while you're pregnant yeah. so that's the most important thing that you're keeping yourself mobile and just a little bit of fitness and just for the head as well that you're kind of keeping yourself moving and uh, doing something for yourself and you know obviously training with baby and yes. um, for for, for your postnatal as well then uh, the most important thing is again same thing not thinking you're going to bounce back straight away be kind to yourself uh, allow yourself at least obviously six weeks before you start kind of into your exercise again you want to be clear about your doctor before you get back into it but then as we get back into our training we're working on basically getting that course knit back in together and um Yes, just building it up slowly. That's the most important thing is being patient with yourself and listening to your body. So everyone's different. Everyone recovers at different paces. So it is very individual and it's about being realistic with your goals and being kind to yourself. Yes, and I was going to say,
0: I like the way that you say be kind to yourself because I have noticed from your Instagram page where you give kind of training tips that you have a really lovely way about about your training um and it's it's not just about the exercise that you very much focus on your health and overall well-being um and you give people advice on other aspects as well that unfortunately i don't have time now to get into because i'm always running over but lauren if anyone wants to reach out to you check out your classes or or need some further advice where can they find you
1: So I am based in Mullingar. I'm based in the centre of town. Um, uh, You can find where I'm uh, located exactly on Facebook. My name is Lorna B. Bohemian Fitness. Uh, My email is lbdfitness at gmail.com and Instagram is Lorna B underscore fitness and Excellent. that's it.
0: Brilliant. So people can find you there. Well, thank you so much, Lorna, for coming on to chat to us. I'm sh- sorry I didn't Thanks have so much, more Ellen. time to chat to you this evening. But um if anyone wants to give you a follow and see what you're up to, like Lorna said, it's Lorna B Fitness on Instagram uh, and Lorna B. Bohemian Fitness on Facebook. Thank you, yeah. Lorna, and best of luck with all your classes. I'm i no so much, doubt Ellen. they'll absolutely fly. Lovely, so thank you so much. and to you again. Thanks, dude. Bye, Lauren. Okay. Thank you. Bye, bye-bye, bye. bye, bye. Now I have come to the end of the show, and it is my final, final show. Um, so very sad times for me today. But thank you so much for joining me over the last year and keeping me company with the texts and the WhatsApps. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, and a special thanks to Joe Cooney, Roy, Nelly, who've all kept me company on Friday nights, my little pals, (laughs) who've who've taught me everything over the last year as well. So I really, really appreciate that, and I hope you have a lovely bank holiday weekend and sure hopefully i'll hear from you again or see you again soon somewhere else or back here who knows but that's it for now and yeah have a lovely weekend and thanks again bye Hello friday. feel good radio on midlands 183's friday feeling with buy
1: local at because supporting local people feels good too midlands